Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. They committed to an old, mediocre team and tried to squeeze the most out of it, and now they're crowing about it. That's what bugs me. The exact quote from AK, we looked like a 500 team, but the way we finished the season, we feel like we're on the right path. Wow. No, you're not. And and then I'm watching a different team, and then I've got a different definition of the right path. He had the gall to say we were a tough out. You didn't even make the playoffs, right? You can say you're a tough out when you, maybe you maybe you're you're a, a, a it's an eight one or a seven two, and you win three games or you win two games. That's not a tough out. You know the the movement of the goalposts for expectations this year is inexcusable to me. It's inexcusable. You can't you can't boast about all your championships and start the year and say when he said it and he said. We want to improve on our performance last year. That means win a playoff series. They won yep. one playoff game. They were not a tough out. And this, and then, then it was, well, make the playoffs. And then it became, well, we're not going to the playoffs, make the play-in. And they go to the scrap heap. And they, they talk to Westbrook. And they bring in Beverly. And they kept, every time you thought there was a moment, every time, Look at the number of times we thought that it was going to spark, right? We had the code red in Minnesota. They win three. And then they fall on their face against the Rockets. They never won four in a row all year. How about in Paris? Remember Paris? That was going to be the start. Okay, here we go, Paris. And then it's, oh, we got Patrick Beverly, and look at this. And it never happened. And they keep thinking, we're on the right path. We're a tough out. It's not okay. It, it's He needs to be held accountable for this team spinning its wheels and And they didn't develop uh, they didn't develop enough and if you look at what they said after the trade deadline when they made no moves they could have blown it up i would have been happy with that if they would have added a few pieces at least they're trying to do something they did nothing and ak just said we're playing in a lot of close games that's all he said it's unacceptable. You're an NBA front office guy. I don't know exactly what his position is. I don't want to mess it up. Exactly. But he's in charge of the team. Yep. And Mark Eversley, I guess he's second in charge, but he's the general manager. Yep. He he's nowhere to be found. And AK, the guy that he he rarely talks, is just sitting there accepting mediocrity when he said. At one point, I don't know, it was prior to one season. I don't know if it was the 2021-22 season or this year. 
he just said we want something around along the lines of we won't accept mediocrity. We we can't do that. And yet that that's all he's doing is making excuses for a team that's going to be around 500 for the next 10 years. Well, I and that's I am so happy to be a Bears fan because it is so refreshing to see what they're doing, which is the exact opposite of the Bulls because they have a plan. They last year they completely got rid of everybody. They hired a new coaching staff, new GM, new front office, and they're they right now are doing everything right. And thank God the NFL draft is in a couple weeks because I can get excited about something. But it it is so annoying being a Bulls fan. I never thought I would have said right uh, at like at any time I would rather be a Bears fan than a Bulls fan. But we're there right now because the yeah, Bears but- have an exciting future. They have a core. They have their quarterback. They have their number one guy. And I know he's not locked up, but contract wise, but they have their number one guy. They they made moves this offseason to help him to help him in his development. And they made moves in the middle of the season by changing stuff around to help his development. And the Bulls have done none of that for any of their players, except DeMar, who is the least important in that regard when it comes to development. 